Welcome to episode 195 of Podcateers. This week we discuss A Wrinkle in Time. Well, at least the trailer and what we perceive about Wrinkle in Time. The Christopher Robin teaser trailer. We recap the first week of our inaugural March Mayhem. Melissa, AJ, and VJ head over to the Food and Wine Festival and we get their first thoughts on some of the offerings. Also, Team Boat Willie is at it again this year. The page for the 2018 Chalk Walk is ready to register new team members and ready for any donations. We cannot stop thanking you for all of your support last year and we hope that we can raise at least a matching amount. Uh, you know, we were hoping to raise very little and we ended up raising over $5,000 last year. Uh, but we can't do that again without your help. Uh, we would love to have you as part of our team and join us on that day to walk, have breakfast after with us. Uh, but if you have any questions, feel free to send us a message to comments at podcateers.com or send us a message on any of our social networks. Also, make sure to head over to podcateers.com slash 195 for images, videos, links, and more info on stuff that we talk about in this episode. As always, it is an honor to shout out the FGP squad. They are listeners just like you that help us out monthly with a contribution via Patreon. But we don't call them patrons. We like to call those listeners our fairy godparents. Their support helps making these episodes possible. And if you would like to become a fairy godparent of our podcast, you can do so for as little as $1 per month by going to podcateers.com FGP for more information. There's also a link there if you decide that you want to sign up. Uh, and if you sign up for at least a contribution of $5 per month, you will get the exclusive Fairy Godparent button as a thank you for your support. If you shop on Amazon, a great way to help us out is the next time you need to make a purchase, head over to podcateers.com Amazon. On that page, you'll find a big Amazon button that when you click on it, will take you to Amazon using our special referral link. Anything that you buy during that trip means that we can earn a small commission from that purchase. It's a great way to support the podcast with only a few extra clicks. And if you're already doing it, thank you very much for your continued support. Online, you'll find us on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and on Facebook. Just search for Podcateers. If you have a chance, please head over to like, follow, subscribe to all of our stuff. On the YouTube channel, make sure to hit that little bell icon so that you get notifications whenever we post brand new videos. Make sure that you head over to Disney for Two's YouTube channel and do the same thing with theirs. Also, we have a team page where we have some bios, some information with all of our personal social links. To get to that page, just head over to podcateers.com team. And uh, if we share any of the same favorite Disney characters, leave a comment and see who you match up with on the team. So that's it. It is time to jump into this episode. This is episode 195 of Podcateers. This is our podcast. We're a group of friends that loves Disney, technology, art, food, and more. This is Podcateers. <laughs> oh yeah, um, I did have a question and um, I can't recall if you guys were talking about this, but um, if you are in Hawaii, 
if you could step on property at the Alani Resort. Um, I'm curious because I will be going to the beautiful state of Hawaii for the first time. So I would love to see the inside. Woo! <laughs> Actually, um, if you take one step on property, you might get electrocuted by the... <laughs> just uh, by the no by the Mickey shaped fence. <laughs> Electrocuted by what? <laughs> what are the menehune? The, the menehune, menehune will, will get probably, you. Uh, get you. Um, yes, yes, hmm. from Full House. <laughs> but yeah, you could you could go by and uh, check out the lobby and some of the stores, or even make reservations there. So what I would, if I were you, I'd probably uh, go and make reservations for dinner or something at Makahiki or at Ama Ama. Ooh, sunset you, at Ama Ama. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, okay. Yeah. I'm definitely going to do that then. But don't tell people you're there at the on the resort and uh, streaming or posted on Instagram until after you've gone shopping, or you might uh -huh. have to bring a lot of gifts back. <laughs> Just <laughs> well, fair, fair warning. By the way, listening. <laughs> those little macadamia nut chocolate things that they were talking about, mm -hmm. you, just, you know, the they said they were bigger when you buy the package. Versus getting the free mm -hmm. one, so you know, just saying. So I'm, I'm gonna have to take an extra empty luggage. Got oh, it. Oh yeah, Hazen, I thought you wanted the spam flavored ones. I want all of them. Okay. <laughs> I knew we should have those you spam go, flavored ones. There, Melissa, there is one thing that I wish we would have bought while we were there are the shortbread uh, Mickey cookies, the Honolulu oh. cookies, but they're Ooh. Mickey shaped. Yes. Ooh. Totally forgot it, to buy those. Because they were kind of tucked, not tucked away, but kind of behind the register. So we never, I don't know, we just didn't go, go back there. Oh, and okay. when you're walking around the resort, um, what are the little guys again? Menehune. The Menehune. From Full House. So, uh -huh. yeah, from Full House. <laughs> when, uh, when you go on property, cast members, we've heard so many different numbers from... There's two ninety nine Menehunes like hidden Mickey's around the resort, so you have to look everywhere. Oh my god! They're in elevators. The, they're in stores. The, they're um, in Menehune. Yeah, they're everywhere. What? Um, but we've That's heard cool. from two ninety nine to three hundred to three thirty to who knows what. So <laughs> there's a lot of them. So That's add awesome. them all okay. up and just take the average. That'll give you the real number. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's crazy. But yeah, I'm excited. Very We're excited cool. for you. That's yes. going to be awesome. Take all the pictures, eat Thank all the malasadas, and take us with you. I know. If we pop out of your suitcase, don't, uh, don't be alarmed. <laughs> and then you have to do the same thing that they did and just be like, hey, auntie. <laughs> hey, auntie. <laughs> She'll be there. Thanks, guys. Oh, I will definitely make note of everything. Hey, uh, since I just said, hey, auntie, can we just, uh, I guess, send congratulations out to the Black Panther crew who has officially surpassed $1 billion? That's wow. Wow. Yeah, Isn't that insane? Three weeks? In three weeks. That's crazy cool. That is amazing. So congratulations to that entire team. Also, I made a huge mistake. Uh, several episodes ago when we were talking about and this may have actually been in the special fairy godparent episode but i i know i had mentioned it at least one other time before when we were talking about iron man's armor and how it was perceived to be the model prime armor because it was kind of nanotech and it just kind of built itself out of nowhere so more information has come out now that we're closer to the release of infinity war <sighs> and i'm kind of upset that it's the bleeding edge armor uh, Bleeding Edge is technically, I think, 
uh, Nerd alert. Seven. <laughs> I knew it. I knew Gavin was going to say hear it. that? Like, say it. It's going right over my head. <laughs> it just looks nice. I like the look of it, the design. I have no clue what they're called. I didn't know that they were different armors. Oh, yeah. yeah. Good to know. So The more I know. Whoop. So this is... <laughs> this one is called the what armor? This is the Mark 37. It's technically the Whoa. Mark 37. So I was off by a handful of generations. But it's called the Bleeding Edge Armor. Uh, but this one looks cool, though, because it does have the wings, and he's got the thrusters and everything. And this is the one that actually allows him to propel into space. So, you know. Ooh. Wait, he's got wings now? Yeah, he's got wings in this one. Like like jet wings? Kind of like airplane like kind of wings? Uh, kind of like, or like Voltron bird wings. wings. Like, they're, they're, they basically look like a hang glider <laughs> coming out of the back of the armor. Ah. It's pretty rad looking. I like it. That's cool. Uh, I'm upset that it's not Model Prime. Because it's one of my favorite armors. But, you know, I guess he's got to go into space and fight Thanos and stuff. So, that's a thing. <laughs> so, what is... what is? Oh, there it is. It's on the Avengers uh, um, Entertainment Magazine um, cover. Ah, yes. He's, so, that's the other thing. 15 new covers. Yes, that is Whoa. it. Yeah. yeah. I saw cool. that. So I will take the images of the covers for Mm. Entertainment Weekly, and I'll put them in the blog post for the episode. So head over to podcasters.com slash 195 if you haven't had a chance to see them. But yeah, 15 covers for Entertainment Weekly were released with most of the Avengers by themselves. Uh, But some of them, you know, they're doubled up just so that they get as many as possible because it is an amazing cast. Like, just mm-hmm. how many heroes are going to be uh, part of this film is is just intense yeah. and insane. But, hey, congrats to Tom Holland for getting his own cover, right? He's not sharing it, mm-hmm. so we know where he stands <laughs> in the MCU. <laughs> <laughs> so Bucky has a new arm. He does. And, you know, some people are I'm saying that it might be made out of something from Wakanda. Who knows? Maybe. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. But um, Black Widow's new suit too oh i know i don't know everybody everybody leveled up on their armor and suit but not her hair <laughs> and not her hair right i know she's not she's still blonde <laughs> she's still blonde and i don't like it <laughs> most people don't i like me the red-headed black widow yeah yeah that's how we like a black know widow. her that's how we got red. to know her <laughs> yeah red right black. yeah right mm. wrinkle in time did you guys watch it this weekend Nope. I want to, but I got to see the preview. I'm not sure uh, how people are receiving it. It looks like it... It's getting some, not negative reviews, but it's just not as good as people anticipated it was going to be. It's a little disappointing because it's still technically going up against Black Panther. And Black Mm -hmm. Panther still dominated the weekend against it. And that's a little sad for it. Do you think that's... Because of Black Panther, like that's why Wrinkle in Time is not doing so well, or just the movie it itself is, isn't as as inviting. I mean, just people are just yeah. Black Panther, it was amazing, but yet we I know we haven't seen a Wrinkle in Time. I don't know, are we gonna see it? PJ? I wanted to. I, it gives me um, Tomorrowland vibes. Mm, the movie, okay. It's like you really wanted it to be good, and it mm. kind of looks good. But then mm-hmm. the reviews are bad, and it really wasn't that good. Again, we haven't seen it. I don't know. 
<laughs> but that's that's what I was telling BJ. It kind of got like Tomorrowland vibes. Interesting. I really wanted to love that movie. Before reading the book, I had zero clue what it was. And I thought, oh, you know, same thing. Kind of like Tomorrowland. But now that I've read, we actually just finished the book. Knowing that makes me excited. Um, I could see why people may not like it. And it could be because of some small details. In the preview, I was already thrown off that um, Oprah's character, Mrs. Uh, Witch, mm-hmm. um, doesn't speak as she does in the books. That I could see being like, okay, those who really love the books, um, or I should say the book, may be thrown off and may not like the movie. It's going to be things like that. And it's usually like the case with, you know, like the Harry Potter books or any kind of book that's made into a movie but isn't her speech like really stretched out like doesn't she yeah. like really enunciate? she really does <laughs> and um talking about that so we read the book but we also heard it on audible hey, hey. so that's how i was able to hear <laughs> her pronunciation so for her to not do that is kind of weird but it was pretty cool to hear it from that and be like, oh, okay, you could kind of see it coming together and whatnot. So, yeah, we did that. And if you guys want to hear the pronunciation of how it goes, go to audibletrial.com slash <laughs> for your first free month and one free book on us just for giving it a try. And even if you cancel your Audible subscription, that book is yours to keep forever and ever and ever and ever audibletrial.com slash podcateers bam nailed the plug <laughs> i will say this too if you haven't used uh audible in a while and you log back in your books are all there they don't go away nice. so yes yeah, that is i just part. restarted up <laughs> as long as you paid for the books right right and your first one free yes mm-hmm cool they have really good sales too like sometimes they'll give you you know 30 40 percent off or uh mm-hmm. they'll give you three credits for the price of one so very frequently they have these really great sales that i always try to take advantage of anytime that they come up on melissa's point you know she mentioned harry potter and how you know those movies were a big success coming from a book and I think one of the struggles that this movie is going to have is selling people on a, on a really old book. I mean, because The Wrinkle in Time came out in 1960, and it's not exactly a mainstream popular book anymore. I mean, I know a lot mm-hmm. of kids read it in school still, but it's not Harry Potter. And so I think they had a, an uphill battle trying to market it. Um, and I, honestly, the other thing that I think of is... Oprah is a very powerful woman in the world of entertainment, but she's not a movie star. And I don't think she sells movie tickets. So when I see a movie that's starring her, I'm not compelled like, Ooh, it's an Oprah movie. I want to go see it. Mm -hmm. You know? So I I just don't know that she moves the needle enough um, to be like the front runner star of a movie, especially a movie like this, um, you know, with, with Disney dollars behind it and everything. I just, I don't know. I, I'm hopeful for it. I want to see it, but I feel like it could go either way. It could be fantastic or it can be a flop. And I mean, we're getting mixed signals right now, so we'll see. I wonder if the mixed signals are just because people read the book and they're big fans of it. So that's why they're not liking the movie. Like Mm -hmm. for me, I've never read the book, never heard it, never anything besides Mm -hmm. seeing the previews at D23 and, you know, at the park. 
Mm-hmm. So it would be interesting. Like, have you read the book, AJ? Yeah, I did. It was quite a few years ago, though. So it would be nice to reread it again. But I remember enjoying the book a lot. Mm-hmm. So it'd be interesting to see what, how we both, you know, enjoy the movie or not enjoy it. If uh, since you read it and I haven't, I'd be like, oh, it was cool. <laughs> and you're like, yeah. they miss so much stuff. The, b- the book is way better, like everybody says. Yeah, but, yeah. Because you're you just know. going in with, yeah, just by looking at the movie and its yeah graphics and whatnot and what have you. Mm-hmm. I don't think Oprah's gonna have a big part in this movie because I mean that's true. She's not the main right the main character, um, but she has she was also in um, Princess and the Frog, and it was kind of like okay, Oprah it was, was subtle. She was. Yeah, well, she I guess uh, not mom. a lot of people uh, noticed yeah, that. Did not know that. <laughs> and, yeah, but that doesn't that. really equate to me because most people don't even know that. Yeah. I mean, the, the thing that I'm saying her. is the thing that I'm saying in the trailers, like she is the face of the trailers. It to that's me, that's true. They're marketing this movie yeah. through her, and I just don't know uh, that that's the right approach because it's not about her. It's not about those characters. It's about right. the kids. Right. And right. if you've read it, you know what I mean. If you mm-hmm. haven't, mm-hmm. you'll be pleasantly surprised during the movie, I guess, that it's not about Oprah. <laughs> yeah, they should really market it with those kids trying to find Thor. I mean, right. if they, oh if they were to market God. it with the kids <laughs> losing their father Thor and them trying to find him, oh I think they would sell a lot more tickets. That's where they went wrong, really. <laughs> Dang it. Fair point. Discussion <laughs> over. <laughs> uh, since we're talking about movies and stuff how about that christopher robin trailer guys <gasps> yay i looks excited great. for it what was your favorite part <laughs> poo poo speaking right poo yeah you. i'm so glad yes. they, they use the actual poo voice because if it was going to be a different voice it was going to be a no-go for me but as soon as you heard him speak yes that's exactly how i felt too I don't know a lot about this film other than the fact that apparently Christopher Robin is going crazy and now he sees Pooh again. But <laughs> I- I'm kind of hoping that we see some of the other characters because I remember having a similar Pooh doll, you know, when I was a child. And mm-hmm. it just it kind of brings back all the feels. Right. But mm-hmm. I really want to see Eeyore. Like, I think if Ooh, I saw Pooh and Eeyore, like, I'd be like, that's it. I'm done. <laughs> this made the movie. Yeah, I wonder if we're going to see the rest of the characters. I don't are has it have they been cast? Like do we know that those characters are in it? Good question. Let me jump on IMDb. On IMDb. <laughs> Doesn't oh, tell you yes. who else. Yeah, that'd be a great don't see it. <laughs> mdib.com. Yeah, looking at it right now. Oh, wait. Yeah. They have been cast? Yeah, I see the voice cast. Oh, yeah, Brad Tigger. Garrett as Eeyore, oh, yes. Chris O'Dowd as Tigger, Jimmy <gasps> Cummings as Wayne. Chris O'Dowd. Toby Jones as Owl. Nick, oh my Muhammad god! Piglet. Rabbits I mean, I can, there, I can go on. Oh yeah. dang! Uh, I already, I already know the feels are gonna happen. The feels. <laughs> Very cool. That's actually really cool. Brad Garrett. He's got the deeper voice. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I definitely was... know who he is. But is this his first time doing Eeyore? I think so. Because uh, I'm trying to think of the guy who did it in Winnie the Pooh. Um, Optimus Prime. <laughs> he used to be the voice of Eeyore. Peter Cullen. Peter Cullen? Is that the name? Peter Cullen did it uh, right? in the Pooh cartoons, yeah. Told you. I know my voice know, actors. AJ, AJ nice. knows your voice actors. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, it looks like a really good voice cast, too. This is not a red box. This is definitely a try yeah. to go see it in the movie theater. 
Yeah, I had absolute doubts about this one until the trailer came out, and then I was pretty much sold on it. The the trailer's giving me Toy Story 3 with Andy and the toys. Oh, yeah. That's what it's giving me. That yeah. That's why I think it's going to make me like, oh, cutting onions. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I feel. I'm getting Mark Wahlberg Ted feels. I was going to say that. <laughs> I... I Thunder Buddies, I think. Uh, oh, that's funny. It's it's the British cozy version of Ted. Is, has there been anybody else other than Jim Cummings to do Winnie the Pooh for any other projects recently? No, right? Not that I can. Recall. I don't think so. Because I'm really mm-hmm. glad that he's the one no. voicing Pooh. I just I can't hear like mm-hmm. you said. Yeah. If it was any other voice, I think I would have been instantly turned off to the idea. It's just so iconic. Yeah. Yeah. So it wouldn't wouldn't have been f- familiar. Well, how about how about Tigger though? Like, hasn't he been the voice of Tigger for the longest time? Yeah, Jim Cummings was. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know how long Chris O'Dowd has been doing it. Uh, this this, is this will be the first time, time oh, for Chris. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine Jim Cummings coming in, listening to the recordings? No, 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 no. That's not how you <laughs> well, do it. This, that's the best way to this do it. This is how you do it. Because if you're going to learn, you might as well learn yeah. from the people that have represented the character and have become that character right. over the years. Right. Exactly. Awesome. If you guys haven't seen the trailer, I'll make sure to put it up in the blog post for the episode, podcasters.com slash 195, uh, including a link to our audible trial.com slash podcasters. If you guys want to get a wrinkle in time or any of the Winnie the Pooh books, I mean, look, if you're doing something like driving and you're done listening to podcasters, what else are you going to do? Like after that, you got nothing. So you go to audible, (laughs) you download a book that you're going to get for free. And then you just sit there and listen on us. You're welcome. What can we say except you're welcome for your free Audible <laughs> <Welcome>. book? <laughs> um, real quick, did you guys watch SNL last night? No. Was that the one with the guy from bum, This Is Us? Bum, bum. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Sterling yeah, we K. Brown. It. Yeah. Did you watch? Uh-huh. <laughs> Sterling did K. You? Brown. We love him in This Is Us. He was in, I almost called it Wakanda. Oh, oh yeah, my he gosh. Was in, <laughs> he was in Black Wakanda Panther. Forever. He's T'Challa's <laughs> uncle. Um, but yeah, they did a a black Black Panther skit, which was pretty funny. But um, the one, the one that I was uh, thinking of was, um, I don't know if you saw it. Did you watch it, Gavin? The yeah. whole. Do you? They had one where Sterling K. Brown was uh, meeting the parents of this girl he was dating. Oh yes. And they're having dinner, <laughs> and then everything's going great, you know, and he, and the family's like, "Oh, we really enjoy your company, and you're so easygoing and." And Sterling K. Brown's character's like, yeah, you know, I'm having a great time. It's like I'm already family. And then the mom jokes about like, oh, we just saw Coco. And that's probably one of the best animation films. It is films. the best. Yeah, the best animation film ever. And then <laughs> Sterling K. Brown's character goes, haha, yeah, right. Shrek <laughs> is the number one animation film. <laughs> and they go back and forth and he gets pretty heated yeah he goes about, off. about why shrek is the best animated feature it you have to watch it it's it's actually really funny, oh God, it's it was so funny. but aj was bringing a point she's like that's how disney fans are with uh 
a lot of their Disney movies, you uh-huh. know? Or yes. anything Disney. Like, yeah. well, even with like Guilty. Disneyland versus yeah, Disney, Disney World. Like, no. No. <laughs> Disney World's the yeah. best. Guilty. Uh, yeah, I think we can clearly say, uh, yes, we are. <laughs> oh, it's it so, so good. You have to watch it. You yeah, should put right. that well, on the episode or the the blog, blog post. post. Yeah. NBC is kind of particular about sharing some of those <sighs> clips. So unless blah, blah. SNL puts the clip on YouTube, uh, which they generally do. Some of the yeah, more popular maybe. clips end up on the SNL YouTube channel. I'll make sure to put it up in the blog post, too, uh, because it sounds like it was pretty hilarious. It was good. <laughs> Sweet. And then I get at the end of the thing, he, uh, the girlfriend's like, uh, you need to leave. And then he, he's like, well, our news, we forgot to say our news that we're engaged. The family's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> See, Shrek breaking families apart. Oh. When was the last time you heard that about Coco? <laughs> <laughs> Mic drop. Uh, you know what? Before we go on any further, uh, I did want to remind everybody that the Chalk Walk is coming up in a few months. We have officially yeah. signed up and Team Boat Willie is ready to, to start with our fundraising yes. efforts to help Chalk. Last year was our first year, and we just intended on raising $250, which was just under uh, what we needed per person in order to register, because I think it's like $80 per person, which is really nice because Chalk allows you to fundraise that $80. And so we thought, you know what, if we could just raise $250, cover our registration, we're going to be fine. And through your generosity, uh, I I just could not believe it, like, the Podcateers fam just stood up and said, we will help. And we raised over $5,000 for chalk last year. Nice. I just, I was more than humbled at everybody's generosity because like I said, if we raised 250, I was going to be happy. So the fact that we raised that much is just uh, amazing to me. So, this year, uh, we decided to at least try to meet that same number that we did last year. And so I'm saying it this way. We're setting our initial goal for 5000 And so we're going to try to hit at least the five that we did last year. And then we're going to try to go beyond that. But our first uh, goal is to hit that 5000 Just like we did, we're going to try to have breakfast after the walk, and we are going to have another award for our top earner, just like we did for the last chalk walk. Go ahead and engrave it with Gavin Otteson, because I'm taking that home this year. We'll see, man. We'll see if that (laughs) is you. I heard it here first. Yeah, we'll see if that's you. There's some I've got the Midwest cornered. You guys are going to have to split up California. I've got the whole Midwest to myself. Oh, that's so true. The entire eastern seaboard is all Gavin. But remember, Gavin, me and AJ have Walt Disney World. (gasps) And Aulani. And Aulani. Three time zones, yo. Boom. (laughs) But what would happen if you moved down here? So that's like you have... California then I'll have my piece of the pie and a part of yours. So dun, dun, dun. Uh-oh. <laughs> that sounds whoa. like you guys are sitting down the said anything about sharing pie. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's coconut flavored and it's got some mango and stuff, AJ's not sharing that I'm pie. I'm not sharing oh, it. Nope. <laughs> she ran back to tell you that. <laughs> yeah. Nope. So not today, if, not ever. Oh, sorry. So if Maybe you guys I'll want share. some more information... 
uh, you guys want to head over to teamboatwheelie.com. That will forward you over to the page on the Podcasters website. Remember that Willie is W-I-L-L-I-E. It's not W-I-L-L-Y. That is a common mistake that we've had many people ask us about. It's like Steamboat Willie, just like the Mickey Mouse cartoon. So uh, Teamboat Willie, W-I-L-L-I-E dot com. You will find more information about the team, uh, just kind of where we started, a link to register to join our team. And we would love to have you guys a part of it. Last year, we had a wonderful team join us. Uh, It was a couple dozen people that just marching through the chalk walk and going through Disneyland, chanting, Team Bo Willie, Team Bo (laughs) Willie, and having Mikey, one of the ambassadors, call out our name as we were approaching Sleeping Beauty Castle. Kind of an awesome feeling. I will admit that. (laughs) And Alexa announced it at the end. And Alexa announced it at the end. That's true. Very, very true. So, yeah, I mean, look, the gauntlet's been thrown down. Apparently, Gavin says that he's going to win the trophy this year. You got some competition, man, because Fairy Godparent Albert last year won it by raising (laughs) the most money on the team. Congratulations, Albert. He was a rock star. He smashed it. I'm coming after you, Albert. Let's see who takes it this year. (laughs) (laughs) Better watch your back. Does Albert have to give up the trophy? No, no, it's a brand new one. I'm having a brand new one made. (laughs) It's not like the WWE belt or something? If you're registering online, um, if you're doing it by mobile, um, you may have some issues. There was a few kinks on the website, so it's just best to go on desktop and register from there. I already registered. Yes, that's very true. When you do it on mobile, for some odd reason, it doesn't allow you to actually join the team. It's very difficult, so you just have to do it on the desktop, but... So, yeah, anybody that can join the team, we would be honored for you guys to walk with us. Any money that you can help raise. And on the Team Boat Willie page on podcasters.com or by going to teamboatwillie.com, there is a link. And if you guys want to support the team from afar, you can also get a Team Boat Willie shirt. Make sure that when you post it on social media, hashtag Team Boat Willie. And we would love to repost you guys wearing your T-shirts. We actually got a couple of pictures from some of our friends up at the Walt Vault podcast, uh, Emily and Luis and their uh, adorable baby Addie. She actually has her own uh, Team Boat Willie shirt, too. So it's kind of adorable seeing, you know, a baby wearing a Team Boat Willie shirt. So it's pretty (laughs) awesome. Can people, if, if they're not able to do the walk, can they do a virtual walk? Like some of the marathons that they're doing right now here at Disneyland? I don't think it's a virtual walk. I think it's just a matter of donation. Okay. So you can sign up to be a part of the team, and then you can either cover the registration fee yourself or you can fundraise the registration fee and beyond. But you don't actually have to show up for the walk if you don't want to. It's just a matter of the fundraising effort. Well, then everybody sign up. <laughs> just join the team. <laughs> yeah, and at least the more try the to... merrier. Yeah, the more the merrier, and at least try to raise what the entrance fee is. But we would mm-hmm. love to have you guys there. We had so much fun at breakfast last year after the walk as well. We just hung out for a couple of hours, and then we were so tired that we all snuggled up with each other and took a nap together. Okay, so that last part may not have happened. <laughs> but one could dream. Oh, one could dream. So I know okay, that there was some... So I know there was some discussion about maybe the chalk walk wouldn't be going through Disneyland anymore. Is that still going to be the case or do we know the status of that? 
That's okay. a great question. Cool. That was something that was circulating last year, and it mm-hmm. looks like they have uh, just kind of fixed all of that, and it is going to be going through Disneyland again. Sweet. Uh, as far as everything that's been emailed to us and everything that's been told to us about the registration points to it will be happening on the Disneyland Resort again. So I was very happy about that because I think one of the most magical things about the Chalk Walk is being able to walk through Disneyland and Mm -hmm. seeing some of the attractions, you know, Mm -hmm. running without people on them or seeing some of the characters Characters, like walking through Fantasyland and seeing the Hatter and Alice on on the Mad Tea Party. It's just really nice. You know, it's a wonderful feeling. Great photo ops. I don't know if yeah. we're going to be walking through backstage this year like we have in previous years, but having the opportunity to see like where they store the trains backstage was one of the coolest things for me to see a couple of years ago. Uh, there's always great opportunities. And uh, if you are a part of the walk, I don't think you'll regret it. Everybody that's been a part of it, we've been doing it now for about a decade. You know, my wife, myself, wow. and our kids now, we've been doing it for about a decade. And it's one of the funnest walks that we've ever done. So if you are part of the team, you will not regret it. Speaking of teams, uh, it looks like we had a lot of support for several attractions this last week. First of all, we want to say thank you for all of your support with March Mayhem. We officially kicked it off on March 5th, and it was Haunted Mansion versus the Disneyland Railroad. You know... I love the railroad. <laughs> sacrificial lamb. It, it kind of <laughs> was the sacrificial lamb, right? Because I don't know much about this whole seeding thing. Gavin had to explain to me how you plant a seed and then you get a tree of money from it. And there's all these branches where people advance. And that's how this bracket thing works, right? Nailed it. Yeah, sports. So when the Haunted Mansion went up against the Disneyland Railroad, I thought, oh, this, come on, man. This is a given. And halfway through the day, I started seeing that it was like 51% to 48%. And it was really close for a while. And I thought, there is no way the Disneyland Railroad is going to beat the mansion. And sure (laughs) enough, it didn't. So I was super happy about that. Yeah, I got pretty nervous. (laughs) Yeah, that was kind of the case with like Pirates versus Toy Story Mania. Indiana Jones versus Soarin'. That one, I think, was a little bit more of... You know, it was always geared towards indie, I think. People mm-hmm. really like that e-ticket attraction. And then we oh, got wait, to Mission more. Breakout versus Splash Mountain. I honestly, I think this was like the upset of the week. Yep. I was really <laughs> rooting for Mission Breakout to take this one. So I love that attraction. And the fact that Splash Mountain beat it with such a high percentage... I couldn't believe it. Yeah. It's a classic. It's a classic. (laughs) Tony Baxter did good. It was a good fight. He did. (laughs) It was a really good fight. So I'm looking forward to all the upcoming matchups. By the time that this episode launches, we'll already be a few days into March Mayhem for that week, for week two. But week two is Star Tours versus Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Peter Pan versus It's a Small World, (laughs) Radiator Springs Racers versus the Matterhorn Bobsleds, and we're going to have our very first round two matchups. The first one is going to be the Haunted Mansion versus Splash Mountain, and as of recording this episode, Pirates of the Caribbean versus Tabid. 
or TBD, <laughs> as most people say it. Tibid. That's a new Tibid. attraction. Mm. When is that opening? Um, to be determined. so remember if you guys have a favorite attraction that you are rooting for to win all of march mayhem make sure that you go over to the podcasters instagram account check out our stories place your vote you can also place a vote on our twitter account at the end of everything we're going to be giving away a prize that's related to the attraction that ends up winning so make sure that you vote so that you're entered into that contest uh, do you guys still have your favorites to win now that we're past week one? Yep. Yep. Do you guys want to verbalize them, or nervous. do you think it's a jinx <laughs> to say it? No, Pirates of the Caribbean is going to win it all, buddy. No, 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 no. no. Pirates. No. It's going to be tight match, but I see mansion going all the way. <laughs> Dude, you're mispronouncing it. It's called Haunted Mansion. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> all right. So you guys are all iPhone users, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So you guys don't ever use Google Maps? No, I do. You do use Google no. Maps? You do. VJ. I don't. I use Waze and just the apps, the Maps app on Yeah. Oh, uh, I well, thought you were Waze using is Google owned Maps. by Google. Sorry to tell you. Uh, the reason I'm bringing it up <laughs> is because this last week, uh, Disney announced that one of the projects that they were working on with Google Maps it was finally implemented. And this is something that I've been looking forward to since it was announced some time ago. You can now walk the parks inside of Google Maps. That's awesome. Isn't it? time. Is I know. it all parks around the world or just the domestic parks? So as far as I know, oh, it's only question. the parks in Florida and Anaheim right now. All right. But then again, That's I also so haven't good. checked the other parks because... I know that there was some part, like if you went to Disneyland Paris, you can get as far as the entrance and a few steps in before it just stopped logging the images. Mm. So there was a little bit of a, of a buffer, but they may have fixed that. That may have been kind of the testing ground for it. Uh, yeah, man, the fact that Google now allows you to walk through the parks is super cool. I don't exactly know how to embed that right now, but if I if I find a way to embed it, I'll put it in the blog post, pocketeers.com slash 195. And if I can't, I'll put like links to each park that has it available so that it'll launch in Google Maps in your browser. And then you can just kind of browse around. And uh, it's it's super cool. Like I can't wait until they start letting you ride attractions this way. It's going to save so much on airfare. <laughs> What do you mean it's not the same? Combine this with YouTube videos. Look, this is awesome for two reasons, okay? One, if you're unable to travel. And look, me aside, okay? The whole, like, flying thing aside. What if you're just unable to travel? Because, you know, for health reasons or whatever the case is. But you've always wanted to visit these parks. You slap on some VR goggles because Google Maps is already 360 view, you can pretty much go through these parks and visit them for the first time. The better that VR gets, like imagine if they made a deal with the void and they said, hey man, allow us to, you know, re-render all of this for you so that you can eventually write everything. It's like watching a YouTube video, but live, right? Mm-hmm. What an amazing experience that would be for like people in hospital beds that can't make it out to the parks. That would be awesome. Mm. Or you could just watch our vlogs. Just saying. 
just <laughs> they could just could watch your vlogs, but imagine somebody slapping on some VR goggles and standing right there with Disney for two. We huh? also eat food too, so you can see the food. Okay, see videos. now you're just going too far. Now you're just going too far. That's not how it works. It's you not smell a vision. <laughs> it's not eat a vision. When we get smell a vision, we'll be one up on Google Maps, okay? That's true. We will be. But yes, uh, I'm glad that you could do that in the parks. I can't wait until it gets upgraded and you can do it in actual VR fashion. Uh, again, I'll figure out a way to either embed it or put links in the blog post because I just thought that was super cool. Um, Food and Wine Festival, guys. Yeah. It's been so going on for about a week. I'm so Yesterday, jelly. from the yeah. day that we are recording this, uh, Lynette had a chance to go yesterday and she hung out with Melissa, our friend Jill, and a group of people. My intent was to go today and then I got injured. So having uh, your back spasming on you is not the coolest thing. It's not. You know, uh, while you're while you're trying to head down to try some of these yummy treats and some frushi. That's really <laughs> what I've been wanting to try because everybody's all like, it's all about the frushi. And so that's it what is. I want to try. It took me three times to get it. And three the, the churro, that, like the abuelita's chocolate churro too, right? Isn't that also no, really in high demand? What is that? That's, that's coming out for in, Pixar uh, Fest. When Pixar yes, Fest. Oh, Pixar that's for Fest. Pixar Fest. I thought that was part of Food and Wine. Okay, I'm happy about that mm-hmm. then. Uh, again, I haven't had a chance to try it. I'm going to try to go next weekend. Hopefully my back is not acting up. But because you guys had a chance to go, Melissa, AJ, and VJ, tell us a little bit about what you guys had and what the experience was like this time around. <laughs> it's funny. The day after we got back from Alani, we went straight over to DCA to... Try get the sip and saver pass, the forty five dollar pass you could get for annual pass holders. Yep, um, we noticed that a lot of the booths were similar to last year. So, like off the cob, um, what are some of the? It wasn't off the cob one of them that was there last year. Well, anyway, there's there's some there was a lot of food um, that was the same. So we noticed like the fried artichoke carbonara was the same. Um, what else was? Uh, the, um, where did it go? The strawberry and pineapple float with the strawberry popping pearls. That's a repeat. Um, what else? But, I mean, there was a lot of new food, too. Yeah. Like, what we were excited to try was the Frushi, um, because we tried it at Epcot, and it's great at Epcot, but I would have to say that DCA's is better than Epcot's. Really? I would have to agree (laughs) (laughs) reluctantly hear the pain in her voice (laughs) i don't know what happened the last time we went to the flower and garden festival at epcot we got the frushi and i will say though when at epcot they serve it already sliced but placed on its side not already Mm -hmm. not sliced but still on the roll does that make sense Mm -hmm. they're laid flat (laughs) sliced and it was so dry when we had it and i just maybe it was a bad batch in Epcot, I don't know, but this one at DCA was the bomb. But we it's did so good. We did have to return our first one we got because um, there was no strawberries on the inside. I was looking at the roll. I was like, um, "There's no strawberries in this first bite." There's how many pieces are there? Three. Three. Yeah, in mm-hmm. the first two pieces, there was no strawberry. So I'm like, um, "Can we get the?" The the strawberries with the strawberries so they were able to they they changed it out it was not a problem but yeah it's 
really good. That yeah. coconut rice, just that coconut rice again, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you like mango <laughs> sticky rice or any kind of like sweet rice or arroz con leche, that's probably right up your alley. What is the outside like wrap? Because some people are like, ah, it just tastes too much like a fruit roll up. That's what it, it looks, looks like. I no. believe it's soy, it's soy paper. Is it soy paper? Oh. I believe it's, yeah, because it had the consistency of soy paper. Yeah, I'm not I sure exactly. It was the, it was the, the it... thinner, the real thin soy paper, the pink one. Mm-hmm. Got it. Um, yeah, yeah. Not I the think... sesame seed. Wait, is it the sesame seed? No. No. Yeah, it's just it. Lo- it's soy paper. It's soy paper. Yeah, they're oh, probably tasting the sauce, and then there's a wasabi in quotes um, yogurt sauce that they also drizzle on top. We didn't taste any wasabi, yeah, no wasabi on top. You did, but See, I think I did. you. Yeah, really? Melissa said yeah, she did. Yeah, it was like. After I ate it, you know how sometimes you'll have like a little taste, but it was at the end and Mm. I kept getting on the tip of my tongue. Mm. Jill kept getting on the back of her tongue, but I kept like a little, like a, like a ting, I guess you would say. A wasabi kick? Yeah. That's weird because we were, we were tasting it. I'm like, "Mm, there's nothing wasabi about this. (laughs) Yeah. We were just thinking that it's, you know, just a play on words or something, but. Well, that's that's cool if you you got it. I mean, was it cool with being sweet and then a little spice at the end? Yeah, um, because I like um, Lint has um, this chocolate with the chili. Mm-hmm. And it's like you have the chocolate, but at the very end you get a kick of chili. Hmm. But it's not overpowering. You know, I liked it. It was like that little kick at the end. It wasn't like something that was mixed in. So that's, you know, I, I got that. So I need to ask you guys if you tasted this because there was two particular dishes that I was really looking forward to trying. Uh, I wanted to get the pork banh mi, and mm, I also wanted to get the jalapeno popper bacon mac and cheese dish. Yeah, we tried both. Did of those. you guys? You did. <laughs> those okay. are the only two things that we used our. Please and tell yeah. me they were not disappointing. We love them both. Really? Yeah, we were actually pleasantly surprised with both. Yeah, because the banh mi was, um, remember the braised pork adobo um, that they had at, what was the? Festival of Holidays. Festival of Holidays, yeah. Was uh-huh. that festival? Yeah. So it was a big piece like that, um, but the the bread was real crusty. So it was, it was really good, you know, f- flavors and textures going on on that. And oh, then um, nice. with the jalapeno mac and cheese, I thought it was going to be a little spicier than it was, but... The jalapenos seemed like they were fried fresh, so it wasn't oh. just like um, a bag of jalapeno fried jalapenos that they bought or whatever that were pre-made. So it was it was good. It was tasty, but I heard the garlic mac or, or mac and cheese was probably a little bit better. Well, from what we've heard from friends, but I mean we're we're interested in trying it all. Yeah, interesting. It's gonna happen. But yeah, you're gonna all love in those good too. Time. My list. Okay, uh, Melissa, did you try either one of those? No, I didn't get to try those. Um, I Because last year I didn't get to experience as much. I went on the last day. So a lot of the foods for me were like new, like in, in experience-wise. Um, so I had the tenderloin slider. Ooh. Um, I had that. That was really good. The orange uh, float. Ooh, and that sounds good. I had the frushi. <laughs> The strawberry pie. Oh, and the short rib uh, tacos. Ooh. Okay, so review on... You had yes, me a short rib. 
All right. Uh, well, I want to say my most favorite was the short rib uh, tacos. And, and you get two tacos in it, which is basically short rib meat with its seasoning. And um, you would get that with a little bit of pico de gallo. It was like it was worth the wait. That was the only booth that I found myself waiting a little bit longer for the food. But again, it's it's worth it. It's really good. Were they like street tacos? Yeah. Oh, okay. Is that the booth LA style in front of Monsters? Yeah. Okay, that's the same that's the same as last year's. Um that was really good. That was one of our favorites. We kept getting getting those over yeah. and over. It's a great um, Yeah, snack. I remember tasting those last year too. Snack. It's not a meal. That's why this year I'm like, oh my god, I get <laughs> I, to taste all the food that. early. <laughs> but uh yeah, the frushi. It took me three times to get it because I went Saturday evening and they were sold out. Then I went Friday in the early afternoon, they were sold out. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna have to wait until God knows when to get it. I go back yesterday. And they're like, oh, we're out of the pie, we're out of this, but we have the fruit And I'm like, oh, this is what I came here for. <laughs> I was so happy to have it, to finally try it, because I've heard good stuff. You guys were talking about it, so I'm like, yeah. It needs to happen, yeah. yeah. It's really good. It's weird, it though, it's... that a lot of the booths will run out of something. I, mm-hmm. I, that's, that's weird to me. And so early, too, because we had to wait exactly. for... Uh, the bun me we had to wait an extra 20 minutes for it to come back so we were just hanging out in front of the cart and then we're like oh yeah let's uh, oh yeah we were <laughs> don't buy this so um aj <laughs> oh, man. aj decided to she was thirsty so she needed something to quench her thirst and she got the popcorn lemonade don't do it don't do it, it don't gross. do it <laughs> you know the popcorn best way that i can lemonade. Yes, the best way that I can describe this popcorn lemonade at the off the cob booth is have you ever smelled like a caramely or like a sweet candle? Have you ever smelled yes. like a candle like at I don't know, Bed Bath and Beyond or Bath and Body Works? It tasted like a ca- that candle smelled. Hmm. It ta- it was not <laughs> natural flavored at all. It was not no. I'm yeah, so, I'm so was... sorry. I really wanted to like it, but to me, it was like um, eating a bunch of caramel corn and then downing a f- lemonade no, as fast as you can. No, but that would that would have been good. This flavor no. was not. It was not a good flavor. Oh, and then they top. So there's whipped cream on it, and then they top it off with gross candy corn. Like I, I don't know why that's. Yeah, I was like flicking off the candy corn. I'm yeah. like, get this off of my drink. What is this? That is weird. That's a weird thing to put on there. Yeah, when I first heard about it, I thought it was gonna be lemonade with like a drop of. Butter? Melted butter. Ugh. <laughs> That's what I, I thought. I was like, it probably would have been this? better. That's kind of what I feel like it is. It's like they took lemonade and they're at the like at the movie theater. You know how you have that like button yeah, of popcorn sheet. that you press <laughs> for your popcorn bucket. It's kind of like where's the bam and just drop the butter. This yep. is their version of butter beer. Ew. Oh, Ew. That's a terrible oh. idea. If this is their answer to butter beer. We lost. I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. We'll take the zero. (laughs) So what would you guys say was your favorite thing so far? But oh, actually, you guys said you only tried two things so far, right? Well, we tried other stuff, but because they were less than $6, we just bought it. We didn't use the Sip and Saver Pass Uh, because it would have been a waste of our tab. 
Yeah, that's how I feel too. Anything that's under the value of the tab, I just basically buy outright. So what else did you guys try? What else did we try? We had something that we were like, oh, that was really good. But then (laughs) I forget what it was. No, I think it was just the mac and cheese, the fruchy, the banh mi, and the popcorn lemonade. Was it? You didn't try that. You didn't try that pizza flavored orange juice. <laughs> not, not this time. That's so gross. Oh, um, one thing though, we uh, we were with our friend Belinda and her son Troy, and we were just hanging out, uh, waiting for the Bon Me. So we went to Paradise Garden Grill, and there they had one of the bands called um, what are they called? La La Brass. Brass, and they were cool. They were a bunch of uh, members from like Sensational Parade. I guess some members from SeaWorld, like all these different um, people that just musicians. like musicians from Universal, SeaWorld, That's not a Disney. Disney property. Oh, well, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> musicians from around Southern California. Yeah. There but, you go. Um, so they formed this band and they were playing really good music. Like they started off with Charlie Puth's uh, Attention song. Then they played a little Latin song and then... Um, when we were leaving, because we had a fast pass for Toy Story, they started playing uh, Bruno Mars's um, what's it? What's the song? Um, Finesse. Finesse. Yeah, they were that's playing. Right. And nice. I was, I noticed, I named that too, and I started singing along with it. But anyway, when we were watching them, there's random like this guy and girl were just standing and like in front of the stage, you know, like a lot of people will do, and because I thought they were just enjoying them. But then all of a sudden, the guy brings the girl on stage. Mind you, the band has no idea what's going on. This was not planned. They just people just ran up to the stage, and then he proposes while they're playing a song called "War." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, what's going on? And we're actually live streaming it on Disney for two. And I was like, uh, I I I think they just. Uh, he just proposed. Uh, congrats. <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> then they were wow. standing there. Oh, wow. The girl was like, oh, my God, yes. And then, you know, he's happy. They're standing there hugging for a good, I want to say, close to two minutes. And the band is, like, looking at him like, okay, uh, you could get off now. Congrats. But wow. but it was so funny. They were so shocked, too. <laughs> All like the players they, were like, what they is had going no on? idea. <laughs> they were just shocked. Their faces was just priceless. Oh, wow. So that was our uh, food and wine. That was our food and wine story, and that's what we're sticking to. See, I got to tell you, if I was part of that band, I would, like, predetermine these things. Like, look, if somebody ambushes us on the stage and they do something like this, like, you got to have these predetermined scenarios, right? And you learn to play things like on the price is right when you fail like like those sounds and so instead of like cheering like she says yes but then you play like that price is right like fail sound right like i think that would have been so much funnier but that's just me that's just just funny because the guy i think it was a trumpet player that was getting ready for his solo part and then the guy just totally took his thunder you know that's awesome (laughs) but we'll give you the video and maybe you could sh- you know, post it or something if it's okay. Uh, it's good. I would love to see this. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. Did you guys take any other video of them playing that we could possibly post too? Because that sounds awesome. Um. Yeah, I do have them performing uh, attention. So I, I did Sweet. record that and some other songs. All right. Um, Were you guys vlogging that day? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. We were vlogging. 
All right. When you we'll should at least it? post the videos. Know. <laughs> yeah, that's the other story, right? It's like, yeah, we were vlogging. Well, how caught up are you? I don't know, six months? <laughs> <laughs> and they did have, um, at Paradise Garden Grill, they had a meatless meatball sandwich. That place usually has uh, a larger menu to choose from, and the portion sizes are mm, bigger. Yes. And when I went to the cast members asking them, oh, what do you guys like out of the meatball sandwich or the pork tacos or well, I forget what else. Oh, there was a tri- the sausage trio. Yeah, the sausage trio. They went straight the for cast- the lobster. <laughs> they were like, the get cast- the lobster. It's the most expensive thing on the menu. <laughs> the cast member, I asked, I asked the cast member, she's like, yeah, I tried them all. Uh, I'm like, what do you recommend out of everything? She's like, um... The pretzel's really good. I'm like, wow, you're leaving Wait, with what? the pretzel. <laughs> Gavin's face right now. <laughs> the pretzel. All right. Yeah, I was like, okay, so I guess I won't get the meatless uh, meatball sandwich. I don't know what that cast member's name was, but high five from me right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you guys watch it, but do you guys watch Parks and Rec? Uh, 100%. <laughs> So it's my new favorite show that I never got a chance to watch when it was actually airing. (laughs) But now that it's all on Netflix, I've been binge watching the entire thing. And I just love Ron Swanson. Like he is like my freaking hero. And this was such animal. Yes, (laughs) he might be. (laughs) He might be like, I will put my picture up next to his if I have to. (laughs) But like, this was such a Ron Swanson moment. It's like you said meatless meat. I'm done here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this conversation is over. I want all the meat that you took out of that meat now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, that's the, funny. Um, the sausage trio uh, play is actually pretty good. Oh, did you try it? Yeah, I had it. The only thing that threw me off was the uh, they gave me a number to take to my table, and I'm yeah, like, Yeah, that's what we noticed. They don't. They. It's like. <laughs> Carl's Jr. where you order and then they just find your number. So the band started playing and I'm like, "Uh, um, I'm sorry, did you did you tell me to take this? I'm like, I I don't know if I heard you right, because it's so weird. I'm so used to picking up my plate and taking it to the table. But um, it was actually pretty good. Did they give you a stand Um, with a number? Yeah, they did. I got number 22. (laughs) I remember that. Fancy. They, they started doing that for Lunar New Year, and one of our friends, yeah. we ordered food, and our friend John got the pho, and uh-huh. the person was walking around aimlessly with cold okay. soup. <laughs> like, That's oh, what we'll my just cons- get you my first a new one. <laughs> like how? I mean, what if you couldn't find seating, and you're sitting on the far end, and they can't find you? It's like I was like. Thank God I was sitting right next to where they serve everything by by the band. Mm-hmm. That's where I was. Mm. But I think I might still wait right that. there. Just hold up my number. Yeah. Just so I get it right when it comes <laughs> just out. Just wave it around like nothing. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you hide bacon in the ceiling. That's why it's <laughs> okay, Ron. Available. <laughs> what type oh, of sausage was it? Because you said it was like a trio, right? Like what were the three types of meat that they gave you as part of the dish? I have zero clue, but they were all good. I didn't even get to see the... I wasn't paying attention. I was really hungry. But you would recommend it, though? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know if they're going to change the potatoes because they had a lot of vinegar, but I like that um, because it's a, I guess it's a German dish. Mm-hmm. Um, but everything else was pretty good. Nice. Yeah, with pickled okay. uh, red cabbage. 
pretty good. So do you guys intend on going back next weekend and trying? I mean, each of you has more tabs, right? So it's a given for Disney for two. That's like like asking them if they're going to go have more food at the park is like me asking, is the sun going to come up the next morning? The answer Mm -hmm. is yes. Melissa, are you going to go back? Are you going to buy more tabs, buy your own food? What do you think? Yes and yes and yes, because there's a whole lot more that I want to try. I mean, I'm I'm a year behind, so I want to like try everything if I can. Mm-hmm. Um, the asparagus booth, I want to try that. I want to try. It was asparagus booth. The avocado yeah. booth. Yeah. I the avocado oh, no, no, no. Booth. Artichoke. The artichoke. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Ooh. Wrong vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> I want to try the avocado stuff too. Like Me I love too. avocados. Yes. Oh, and also the mimosa flight. Pretty good. I just didn't like the pineapple one. Mm, interesting. But the raspberry and the strawberry is pretty good. Nice. Well, I don't know if we can extend food and wine for you, Gavin. But, I mean, we can <laughs> certainly go out for food and wine. Sweet. Once you're sweet. here. When does it end? I mean, April. April 12th. April 12th. 12th? Yeah. I'm yeah. going to miss it oh. by eight days. Yeah, it's like the mention- weekend before. <sighs> do you want to mention um this year there's trying to something they're trying something new where you could actually get a tasting passport i don't know if you picked this up melissa um, I did. but if you get it you could go to it has um all the descriptions of the food and everything but if you order something the booths will actually stamp your mm-hmm. passport and each booth has a different stamp so that's kind of cool yeah so they're not giving out the buttons this time around? They are giving the buttons for AP Sip and Saver passes, and oh, they're okay. bigger buttons yes. this time. Um, but... You would have to go to the little AP um, area, and that's located where Muppet Theater would be, mm-hmm. or was, or is named, whatever. Um, <laughs> that and Stage 17, okay. there's a little area towards the left, and that's where you have the little AP area where you could get your um, button. But you could also take pictures with a character. And I finally got to meet Pluto. Ooh, oh, nice. This took me like 30 years. Nice. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm looking forward to finally getting a chance to try the food at the Food and Wine Festival. Like I said, if I, if I wasn't injured today, I think it would have been a good day to go. Because since it was still raining, I think the crowds would have just been yeah. a little bit lower than on other days. But... It's fine. Uh, I'm going to go next weekend. Uh, there's a couple of Disney artists that are going to be signing some things that I just uh, I would love to say hello and get a chance to, you know, see some of their stuff, chat with them. You know, one of my favorite artists is going to be signing. It's Jeremy Fulton. Woo! And I think we've That's brought up awesome. Jeremy before, but yes. uh, he's like his typography skills are just out of this world. Amazing. It is. Yeah. And I, I look at the stuff that he puts together and I will say I'm a little envious of those skills because I remember doing typography and how much goes into it and the intricacies of just how much he puts into those posters that he designs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm getting like a chill going down my spine. If, it's so good. So good. If anyone gets a chance to go into Disney, uh, Disneyana, look at his work because it is like... I'm looking at the precision, the markings. You could see everything and all the tiny details. I can't do that. Mm-hmm. So I admire anyone who could do that kind of like writing art, anything. It's it's amazing to look to see up close in person. Yeah. 
Whew. Okay, so enough fanboying over like the, the artists <laughs> at Disneyland. Uh, we had talked, uh, since we're talking about food and wine and stuff, we thought it would be a fun segment to do, uh, not just for this episode, but kind of a recurring segment. We wanted to do something where we talk about some of our favorite things in the parks. And so for this one, we're going to talk about the best food I ever had at a Disney park, breakfast edition. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. you know, we've been to several Disney parks, and by we, I mean AJ and VJ. They've pretty much rounded the world to every park already. <laughs> so they basically have tried everything on every menu. But uh, we have had a chance to try several items, you know, for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And we thought it would be just a fun conversation to talk about some of our favorites. Eventually, we'll do one for lunch, one for dinner, some of our favorites, you know, for other things, and, and so on, right? But for now, let's start with Gavin, because Gavin, you're you're the farthest away for now. I'm the closest you know, to breakfast. Closest to breakfast. <laughs> you're in the future. Yeah. So That's funny. what is the best food you've ever had at a Disney park? Park, breakfast. park, park. Breakfast. Well, I think breakfast. the people that follow me would probably assume it would be the Mickey Waffle, since I post a picture of it every time I go. Um, and I do love the Mickey Waffle. I love it a lot. But... I honestly feel like my go-to breakfast over at Disneyland these days is the chilaquiles over at the Rancho de Zocalo. Ooh. I love those things. I get those pretty much every time. And uh, buddy. I... Um, what? I, Nothing. I, I, um, I should we to, tell them now? What? Are, are they gone? I'll, I'll let you finish talking before I break it to you. Are they gone? <laughs> They're probably gone, huh? They are. <sighs> Well, and it's not yeah. even that long ago. It's just like it was a like couple of really, weeks ago. Really, really, really. Glad I had them so many times then. Oh, man. <laughs> and I make those frequently. I Sweet. got you, buddy. All right. I'll come over to your place before I go to Disneyland next time. <laughs> it's like, why do you have Tupperware? They're chilaquiles for Gavin. Don't worry about it. <laughs> awesome. Well, anyway, it was, it was good while it lasted. Oh. Well, what did you like about it so much? Um, I don't know. I just, uh, to me, I, I like the, um, it's kind of got that hearty breakfast thing that you want from breakfast food, you know, but it also just mm-hmm. has a little bit of a kick to it. I mean, they weren't super spicy, but you know, if I'm having like eggs or an omelet or something, I always want a little bit of a kick in there. Um, I like spicy food. Um, and that was one of the only kind of things like that, that I could find at the parks. Um, I also thought the portion was really good. And I like eating there because I like the location as well. Um, I like sitting and kind of watching Big Thunder do its round and things like that. Uh, but yeah, I just I just thought it was a good comforting. It was kind of a good comfort meal to start the day. They did a good job. It was consistent. Like sometimes you can order food at the parks and from time to time it can be pretty inconsistent depending on what it was. But I felt right. like those were pretty consistent. So I always knew what I was going to get. Yeah, I, I don't think I ever had the chilaquiles. At Rancho. They're good. We're but good. We've had it. Yeah. I mean, oh, chilaquiles are my favorite that. food, though. You've had it, well, too. Well, not my mm-hmm. absolute favorite, but one of my favorite mm-hmm. breakfast foods. Yeah. I love enchiladas, and chilaquiles are just kind of like a step away from that. Yeah. That's a true. lot of the <laughs> same ingredients are used. It's just kind of a different presentation. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> if, I think that if I had them, I think I would feel the same, you know, the, the, the way that you feel. But... That is not my favorite, so let's go to Melissa. Everyone knows uh, Disneyland is home, but unfortunately, the best breakfast I ever had 
was at Walt Disney World and it was at the Hollywood Studios. And I cannot remember for the life of me, I can't remember where it was, but if I walk you through... <laughs> Google Maps it. If, Google Maps it. Yeah. <laughs> right? Um, there's a walk-up restaurant. Yeah, quick it's serve. kind of like a fast, fast food service type of thing. But if you're walking towards Tower and it's to the left, and I remember having, like, it had, like, blue tables. It had chairs, you know, to sit down or whatever. But they had the best breakfast sandwiches because I say this, this pod has has a love for bacon. Mm -hmm. So this had the most amount of bacon I've ever seen. I mean, I'm talking, like, the ratio was... Half and half. Half what? bacon, the rest was all sandwich. Dang. Wow. Yes. <laughs> and luckily I have a picture, so I have proof that this exists. <laughs> but this was the best thing. I'm like, oh my God, you know, breakfast sandwiches, I like. You know, you could get them anywhere. You get like a slice or two. No, this was like five or six. And they were good. They weren't thin or wimpy or whatever. They were mm, fresh. bacon. It was bacon. So... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, if anybody knows where I'm, what I'm talking about, like the location that I'm talking about, help me out. I wish I I tagged it somewhere, like location wise. But yeah, that was the best thing ever. It wasn't Rosie's All American Cafe. I I want to say yes. I don't remember. It's just years ago. right now. You I said don't there was think like blue chairs, right? Anymore. Yeah, I, I remember a lot of it being blue. Maybe that'll help tip off some of the listeners, right? So if you are on the East Coast, you go to Walt Disney World frequently. Maybe you guys can help mm-hmm. us out. Head over to the blog post because we're going to post Melissa's sandwich picture. That way you guys mm-hmm. can help us out. Just leave a comment and tell us where you bought it because that may be where I go for the first time when I head out to <laughs> Walt Disney World because yes. I love bacon. Yeah. All right. AJ and VJ, yours, uh, I've been looking forward to this because, I mean, you've tried so many things for so many meals. Uh, I don't know how you guys are going to choose, honestly. That's, that's very This difficult. is really hard. I think I maybe just finally chose about two seconds ago. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is really hard, you guys. Um, uh, should I go next? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so yes, it is really hard. And just because I choose the one that I'm going to say right now, it may change later. I do have other favorites. <laughs> I'm not cheating on the other ones. Apparently mine um, has to change. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, buddy. No, your default is the Mickey waffle. There you yeah, go. There's, that'll never go away. <laughs> yeah. Um, Mickey waffles are my go-to. So I have chosen a place where you can get Mickey waffles and so my favorite breakfast that I've ever had was at the Tusker House in Disney's Animal Kingdom in Walt Disney World. And Tusker House, it is a buffet character meal. So if you're familiar with Goofy's Kitchen, it's kind of like that. I'm, I really enjoy Tusker House because, well, first of all, they serve Pog Juice pineapple orange guava juice for you know their their normal juice which is my favorite they call it jungle juice and they have the normal breakfast selections you know you're gonna get your eggs and bacon sausage mickey waffles but then they also have you know african inspired 
options as well. Like one of my my favorites is the beef babuti. I don't know if I'm saying that right. It's like ground beef and it's topped with like an egg kind of custard sort of thing. It's made like a casserole. <laughs> That's one of my favorites. And one of our biggest tips that we can give for Tusker House is make a later breakfast dining reservation so you can enjoy all of breakfast and then you kind of slip if you stay there long enough they'll slowly transition to lunch too so you kind of get the best of both worlds you have brunch basically. so you basically have brunch yeah um and all the characters were so so interactive and yeah i think that was i still obviously remember it to this day it was a lot a lot of fun and we also have it vlogged, so if you want to go check it out on Disney for two. <laughs> yeah, I remember that vlog. Nice. Yeah, I remember when you guys posted that. I was looking at that. I was just thinking, like, why don't All you guys food. bring this back for me to try? Like, why do you guys just have to eat it there? Yeah. If you guys a, haven't a seen the vlog, of... I'll post it up in the blog post for the episode, pocketeers.com slash 195. You look at some of this food, and you look at the environment, and you just think, why can't I be there? Uh, honestly, I thought that your tip was going to be go hungry. Oh, because yeah. Because you said it's well, buffet definitely. style. It's like your one tip is go hungry. That's the second tip, but that goes without saying. And pace yourself. Because <laughs> if you're going to transition from breakfast to lunch and try all the different stuff, then yeah, pace yourself. So good. And such a great place to try new things. Like I said, they have some really fun options that you wouldn't always find at like a normal breakfast buffet. So Tusker House for the win. But just to be clear, it the food that you selected was Mickey waffles. No, no, it's well, just like, cause the, I can't... the game is best food I ever had. Not best place <laughs> I ever ate at. Oh, that's a future version of the game. AJ needs another week. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, she did say that babuti thing. The beef babuti is really, really good. I don't know. Now, now this is hard. Right, let's go back to VJ and then we'll re- we'll revisit your answer once I mean, VJ answers. Well, no, I mean I guess if you're if you're gonna choose, it would be obviously you know the Mickey waffles for sure. But like, she's like I, fine. I Mickey played waffle. the the game wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Next time I'll get it right, guys. Anyway, go check out Tusker House. Hashtag not sponsored. VJ, your turn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man <laughs> so we have two for mickey waffles okay <laughs> um well let's see my favorite breakfast i've ever had well i have to have some honorable mentions uh because walt disney world has tonga toast which is uh, i'm surprised you didn't say that because you said it and you said i couldn't take it <laughs> okay that was just during the production sh- meeting during the production meeting, BJ was like, I have my favorite. Babe, Alyssa, don't look at me. Don't look at me. Nope, don't. He was covering his she face. Mines, and reads, he was putting mind. his hand in my face, literally. Like, don't don't even think. Don't even guess it. I'm like, mm. Tonga Toast. Tonga Toast, Kona Cafe. And he's like, That was Dang. the weird part. Like, while he was saying this, he's like, no, 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 don't, don't, don't look at me. Don't do it. And the one split second that he turned around to look at AJ, she's like, oh, hmm. Tonga toast. Like, what? How did that even happen? Oh, yeah. Tonga toast is really delicious. What Um, is it? What? My favorite? I would have to. What? What is Tonga toast? Oh, wait. Tonga toast isn't your favorite? Mm mm. 
Oh, okay. Oh, that's well, just your honorable we probably mention. Just, we should probably yeah, describe. It's an, honorable, it's an honorable mention. What Tonga Toast is. It's magical. It's basically a brick Salt. of <laughs> a brick of toast with uh, bananas. It's like bananas fosters inside. Uh, yeah, it's it's huge. It's a huge deep breakfast. fried. Yeah, they deep, deep fried, fried this big block of bread and they roll it in cinnamon and sugar and serve it with a strawberry puree. Yeah. Why don't is, we uh, have this? Yeah. It would be a great addition to Tangaroa yeah. Terrace, and I say it like yeah. every year. Yeah. It would be amazing. It goes with the theme and everything. But I want now. <laughs> <laughs> they, okay, so they yeah. do have some. Uh, I shouldn't even say it's kind of similar. But um, going to my favorite breakfast I've ever had at a Disney park, I'm going to go with the, the fat, fatty edition, the fatty boy edition, because I love the Steakhouse 55 breakfast with the New York steak, the garlic palm frites that comes with it, the eggs any style but then i go overboard and i order a side of a this is a tip you could get a side order of a french toast a kid's french toast with bananas fosters and then to top it off i get it with a bagel and cream cheese and strawberry jam so that is gonna be my fatty edition of the best breakfast i've ever had wow Jeez. And and Gavin, I'll let you know I kill it. I will eat everything. That's he impressive. Will. But so, I do I will mention that um Steakhouse fifty five does have something kinda similar to Tonga Toast. Where really. it's berries rather than bananas, but it's a big big brick of uh, French toast. And the French Ooh. toast is softer at Steakhouse fifty five. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I can still try it. I think Tonga Toast really does belong at the new tropical hideaway. Mm-hmm. Just dropping be, it out there. That'd so, be really nice. Uh, yeah. Hey, Bobby. <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, so, yeah, VJ, your answer. This is why we're friends. Because uh, <laughs> we chose. have very similar tastes. The best meal that I've ever had on Disney property definitely comes from Steakhouse 55. Pretty much the same breakfast that you described right now mm-hmm. with just a couple of changes. The first one is uh, I don't go for any eggs because, I mean, any eggs is like whatever, right? Uh, I always go for Eggs Benedict. That Ooh, is my egg selection when I go to Steakhouse 55. So I get the same breakfast you get, but with <clears throat> Eggs Benedict. Oh, shoot. Uh, and instead, up. I know. And instead of getting the waffles i'm sorry the uh, french toast that you get i do the same thing with the bananas foster like topping on it but Mm. i do the pancakes Mm, so it's pretty much the exact same breakfast with those two tweaks to it Uh, so as soon as you started talking i'm like oh my god yes oh my god (laughs) so um just to like interject right now um but y'all are mentioning like meals Right, but like Tusker House is a meal, so I, I don't understand how my answer wasn't buffet right. Buffet counts. Buffet counts. Right? A buffet I didn't counts. Have a meal. I had a breakfast sandwich. I had extra bacon. Yeah, like it's a whole meal, but it's ex- an experience. I just chose okay. a buffet. You can have a lot of different foods. It's not my fault. Y'all just chose one restaurant. You know what I'm saying? With the the New York steak and (laughs) eggs, you do get all that on the side because they give you those options. We just upgraded them a little bit. When I go to Tusker House, I'm paying for one meal. (laughs) 
Yeah, but buffets are kind of like the cheater's meal, right? Because it's like, I couldn't decide what to get, guys, so I'm going to get a little bit of everything. And that's Like with this, <laughs> like when you go to Steakhouse 55 or any of these other restaurants, like you have to choose. Like your 20 bucks is only going to get you one thing. So if you had to pay 20 bucks for something, what is it going to be? At Tusker House, you're like, hey, I'm going to pay 20 bucks, but I'm going to get $200 worth. Yes. <laughs> you know? Well, Which, her... look, value-wise, great, right? In her defense, though, that's, Tusker House is the only place where that breakfast, you're going to have, like, those African-inspired meals. So that's... They have samosas and other stuff. I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> okay, fine. We'll give it to you. <laughs> Thank you, Hazen. All right, we'll give it to you. <laughs> you guys are adding the French toast. That doesn't come with your meal. I'm just yeah, saying. But bread does. So. No, yeah. but is you're adding on the French toast. It doesn't come yeah. with it. You're I paying. Mean, look. Well, oh, okay. <laughs> I don't want to play this game you're anymore. On the budget. Just go with what I went. And if not. <laughs> Go with what they went. The end. <laughs> or another honorable mention, the apple apple granola pancakes at Carnation ah, Cafe. Yes. <sighs> that one is the best. That's that is actually really good. You know what? Can I throw my, my honorable mention? Yeah. The churro. For breakfast? <laughs> yes. Wow. Melissa doesn't She's play like, around. Yes. <laughs> Melissa's like next level yes. for breakfast. It's like right there. You just walk up and get it. <laughs> oh my god you know Talk how many churros i'd have to eat breakfast. to be full yeah. like for <laughs> breakfast like i'd spent like 60 dollars on churros just to be like equally full from <laughs> breakfast <laughs> i like to get my dairy in for breakfast so i get a triple scoop of ice cream at the gibson girl <laughs> 8 a.m funnel cake just for breakfast right guys that's the way <laughs> to go oh, man. That's with amazing. the seasonal berries on top <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, there are our favorite breakfast selections at our favorite Disney parks. Uh, AJ cheated with a whole buffet, but that's okay. We're going to let her slide on this one. Hey, it was your choice to not choose a buffet. So <laughs> well, I'm going to be full, and y'all will be at Steakhouse 55. Well, are there any buffets like on, on, on the Disneyland Resort property, though? Yeah. Where? Goofy's Kitchen, Goofy's Kitchen, Storyteller's yeah. Cafe, Paradise Pier. Ah, Storyteller. Two things I've never done on the resort. Minnie's so Breakfast I in the Park. Known. Which one? Breakfast in the Park with oh, Minnie yeah. and Friends. Yeah, That's three things I've never done before. <laughs> so there's you four, must do right? Goofy's there's, Kitchen. There's four. Yeah, there was five. Rest in peace, Ariel's Grotto. Oh, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> so there are our favorite foods for breakfast at any Disney park that we visited. Uh, if you guys have any favorites that you would like to let us know, you know, leave a comment in the blog post for the episode, pocketeers.com slash 195, in the Instagram, the Facebook, or the Vero posts for uh, any of our accounts, and we can talk about them next time we play this game. So if you guys have any honorable mentions that we didn't think about or just, just your favorite outright churro style, whatever it is, just let us know. You can even send an email to comments at podcasters.com. We would love to hear what your selections are. All right, guys. I think that's going to wrap it up for this episode. Anything else before we, we call it a night or an evening yeah. or a day, depending on when you're listening to this? Well, when this episode debuts, we will be officially 
less than one month for the return of Paint the Night. Not like she has a countdown <laughs> or anything. <laughs> and I will be there, so whoever's there, find me. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I miss Paint the Night so much. All right, guys. Uh, well, before we close out the episode, we want to remind you guys that Podcateers is brought to you by listeners just like you. We like to call those listeners our fairy godparents. And if you would like to become a fairy godparent of our podcast, you can do so for as little as $1 a month. But if you sign up for at least a $5 contribution monthly, you will get the exclusive fairy godparent button. Uh, I do want to let you guys know that uh, I've started thinking and I'm going to start talking to the team about doing some special release things for our fairy godparents. <gasps> so we're going to start creating yeah. tiers. So, you know, depending on how much you give monthly, you're going to start getting a little bit extra, maybe a T-shirt. I don't know. But that is going to be coming yeah. soon. Uh, it it kind of already started by releasing the special episodes. We're going to keep doing that in the future. So uh, to all of our fairy godparents, thank you for your support. And we hope that you guys join the FGP squad as well. Head on over to podcasters.com slash FGP for more information, including a link to sign up. Uh, if you shop on Amazon, another great way to help out the podcast is by starting off that journey at podcasters.com slash Amazon. There you'll find a big old button that says Amazon on it. When you click it, it'll take you over to Amazon's page using our special referral link. Anything that you purchase during that time uh, will give us a small commission as a thank you from you from Amazon just for going through that link few extra clicks it helps us out a lot and to everyone that's doing that thank you very much for that additional support uh you guys heard at the beginning of this episode i know we haven't done it in some time but if you guys love to read but don't have time to do it you guys sit in a car after you're done listening to podcasters animation station or the walt vault podcast hey Head on over to audibletrial.com slash for your free book. Uh, I've been an Audible customer now for, I, I want to say, like 14 or 15 years, uh, if I'm adding it correctly. Uh, wow. I don't know if you guys uh, know this. If you guys are new to the podcast, you may not. But where I used to work before was approximately 56 miles away from where I live. And so I spent an average of three to five hours in the car one way. So I became a huge fan of Audible. I became a huge fan of podcasts. And uh, it just helped me get through my day. So uh, if you love to read but don't have the time, Audible is the way to go. You can get one free book, one free month to give it a try. If you decide that you don't want it, you can cancel within that 30-day trial period. But that book that you selected is yours to keep. There's so many amazing books out there. You know, A Wrinkle in Time is one of those. You can uh, get several books. There's even one about Walt Disney's life. If you want to learn a little yeah. bit more about the history of Walt, uh, Ready Player One Ooh, was an amazing like that read. That film is going to be coming out soon. Uh, but yeah, give it a shot. We know you'll love it. So audibletrial.com slash podcateers. If you guys want to find us on any of the social networks, just search for Podcateers. We're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and on YouTube. If you guys want to find out more about us, the team in general, head over to podcateers.com slash team. You will find a bio on all of us there, including our favorite Disney characters, plus all of our social links, including YouTube, Etsy, everything related to our social media account. So head on over there. And if you guys want to follow us, we would appreciate it as well. So uh, that's going to be it, guys. Don't forget to vote for your favorite attraction in March Mayhem. 
That's true. What Gavin oh, said. Yes. Ditto. Yes. Pirates forever. Go to, yeah, no. make sure that you vote for your favorite attraction and go to teamboatwilly.com. Join our team. We would love to have you be a part of that. So, until next week, here's to Beer Steers and Mickey Ears. Have a fantastic week, everyone. Bye, Chila Kiles. Vote Mansion. Bye. <laughs> vote, vote, vote. Bye. Wakanda forever. <laughs> that was like two episodes ago. It's forever. It's forever. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. <laughs>